What are the safety rules at home? Why, if you don't have these safety rules in place, you probably have some levels of chaos going on. Watch closely and let's get your life in order. My wife and I, we love to go train and, and go to classes and teach and do keynote presentations. And somewhere in our training, it comes out that as we've been raising our children, that we've had rules for our home. And immediately we get the audience asking, what kind of rules do you guys set for your home? Which is really interesting because we find there's a lot of people out there who don't set rules for their home. And I've even been questioned by people before who have said, why do you have to set rules at home? Well, to me, any space that is not governed by some kind of guidelines is subject to chaos. Any group of people that does not have a set of guidelines is going to go into chaos. And so I like to talk about how to organize your home by setting some rules so that you can have less chaos and be more productive. So for me, this matters because as I'm attempting to put my life in order and take care of my family and have a great marriage and love my children, if I don't have rules in place, I could have this underlying chaos going on that just is not a good foundation to build a family or build a business or build relationships. So if you've not thought about this, I think today's a good day to consider organizing some kind of guidelines or rules for your home or your business or your marriage or whatever you got going on. Because without rules, guaranteed, there's going to be chaos. Okay, first, in your creating, because I'm not going to tell you what rules to do. I'm going to give you the categories I would think about in organizing these rules so, or these guidelines. So number one is attitude. You know, what kind of attitude is acceptable and what kind of attitude is not acceptable? With attitude, when somebody's in a bad attitude, they usually will treat other people in a bad way. When somebody has a good attitude, they will treat people in a good way. And so that attitude also covers for me is how you work with each other, how you interact with each other. Because without some kind of governing principle about attitude, you're not able to even govern the way they interact with each other. So to lay out the guidelines about attitudes and how they interact with people. Second one is curfews. Now this is about the home. And when it comes to curfews, I think it's important for every child to know the safety guidelines. Because I don't think kids get it that by staying out late at night, there's trouble that happens at nighttime. People are out there doing mischievous things and sure it's fun to go out late at night. And I think the reason why they think it's fun is because there's some risk factor in the fact of what's going to happen out there late into the evening. So at our home, we had curfews and there were times of the week that they came home, like Monday through Friday was a certain curfew because those were Monday through Thursday because those were school nights. Then there was the Friday night, and then there's the Saturday night, and then there's the Sunday night curfews. And those are put in place for safety reasons. Now, covering curfews with my kids, it wasn't just like, you have to be home at this time. I would help them understand the safety part. And even though they didn't understand it, I would keep repeating myself week after week 
of the importance of following the curfew. Because then everybody's home and you know everybody's heading home by that time. And if they're not home, then we can really honestly start to worry, right? And so curfews have been a really big one for us in creating that safety and that respect for mom and dad and the rest of the family, knowing that you really should have been home and it helps us not worry all night long. We know we have up until the curfew to be okay and then we can start worrying. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. But curfews are super important in the rules and guidelines of a home. Next is, what about everybody's stuff? Is it okay for everybody's stuff to be piled on the kitchen table or on the counters? Or is it okay that shoes are left in the living room or all over the stairs? Is it okay for um, coats and jackets and that kind of stuff just to be tossed on the floor? This type of guideline and rule helps keep actually the home in order. It's not that you're trying to be a clean freak or you know be a perfectionist. What it does is it helps keep the home in order. You know, everybody's stuff goes in their bedrooms or all the jackets get hung up on this rack or on these hangers and all the shoes go here. But this is put in the guidelines and the rules of the home, not just as a neat idea during the week, but it's literally, this is how we keep the home in its place. All of dad's tools go in the toolbox. Bikes go in this corner of the garage. You know, you, when you can lay out your house of where things go, you actually are teaching your children how to have structure in their life, how to have order in their life. And without structure and order and systems, your, your kids are going to grow up uh, not being very good with time management, not being very good with relationships, not taking care of their stuff very well. And so I think it's important to put in the family guidelines about where everybody's stuff goes. And you lay it out in the steps that you want it to say. But if you don't put it in there, your house is going to be subject to messes and messes cause emotions and then emotions get passed and forth between family members and then also things get broken. So I think it's important to have that as a guideline. Now next, consequences. You know, who likes to issue consequences and follow up on consequences? That's the tough part. But it's not as tough as if it's talked about in the house guidelines and the rules. But if you only have rules and guidelines and there's no consequences written about, or stages of consequences. This is something I've learned as a parent is, because I used to have like, if you broke one rule, there was one consequence and everybody had to face the same consequence. But I've learned to actually take consequences and put them into three different stages. You know, like, well, if you do something wrong over here, here's the first level of consequences. Well, if you continue doing these things, here's your second level of consequences. And if you keep doing these things, Here's the third level of consequences. So they get eased into the consequences based upon their repetitive, what do you call it when something goes against the rule? Repetitive, um, against the rules, behaviors. <laughs> but we, instead of just one consequence or one level of consequence, maybe come up with two or three levels of consequences. That makes a world of difference because then they can see what's coming at them for all of us, right? But consequences. Now here's the big one in writing. This all, if this is talked about every week and it's not in writing, boy, you give 
a teenager or a child five minutes to walk away from the kitchen table after talking about this, this is not important to them. This is not going to be on their mind. Are you kidding? This is the last thing they're going to think about. They're not even thinking about their homework. They're not even thinking about having a clean room. They're not going to think about this stuff. But this must be reviewed. Really, I, I said must. I'll just say this. I suggest that you review this on Sundays. On Sunday, it's kind of like the end of the week, or you can see it as the beginning of the next week. But if guidelines and rules are not reviewed every week, then the family becomes weak. So you don't want to miss that. And you keep reviewing it every single week. And watch, you'll still have your kids not follow them and then fall into the consequences. They're learning how to follow structure and order. But put it in writing. And it's posted. You know, you put it on the pantry, the door to the pantry or on the inside of the pantry or inside the cupboard or maybe it's point posted next to, you know, the bathroom mirror so they can see it. Not like you're trying to be intrusive with it, but so that they have heard it and they can see it. And when there is an action taken against the family rules and guidelines, and it's time for to review consequences, you can pull the paper out and they've just heard you within the last seven days talk about it. They pretty much know what's coming at them, what their consequence is going to be. And to me, that is called respect. When everybody's in on the same page, because it's all written, and everybody knows what the rules and guidelines are and the consequences are, consequences happen no matter what. We might as well make them known to our children that when you go into a state of chaos in your life, there's, there's prices that you pay. But if you can review it each week and you have it in writing, then what happens is the, ch- the kids learn or your spouse and you learn or the people at the office learn wherever you decide to set up guidelines and rules. But again, I'm going to say, if there is no guidelines and rules to govern the people or to govern the space, it will go into chaos. And when there's chaos, there is loss, and then somebody gets hurt, and then people get offended, and now you have more chaos. So to improve your situation, take these steps in moving towards having more of a home or an office or a marriage or a family of order and collaborate. Talk to your family, come up with the rules together. When the group comes up with the rules together, they have a higher chance of following those rules. But when dad comes up with the rules and then he just issues them out as a memo to all the children, you're probably gonna find some rebels arise in your family. But talk about it, talk about where the family's weak or where there's problems and and come together as an agreement. But help remove the chaos in your life. There's sometimes levels of chaos you really did not have to face. You really didn't have to do or go through that chaos. Rules and guidelines help establish peace and harmony and everybody working together. And it creates safety. That's the biggest part is it creates safety. So everybody knows that there's something governing what's going on. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here, and thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. 
If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.